There are three things you wanna to do to improve your sales skills. Let me show you what those are. Welcome to The Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Health Runner. I hope you're having an amazing day. And if you're watching this video, it's because uh, you understand the power of sales, right? Selling, which is selling is serving. So just for context, everything I'm about to share with you is in the best interest of the clients you are looking to serve. We're never in the business of taking advantage of people, none of that kind of stuff. Um, if you're familiar with me, if you're not, um, I run a company called Health Burner. We help health professionals build and scale their businesses online, coaching businesses, virtual practices, et cetera. And uh, selling is an important skill that they have to develop, right? So let me, before we get into these three tips, I do want to mention one thing is that it's, as my friend Dean Jackson talks about, it's a lot easier to make a compelling offer than it is a convincing argument. So the better off your, the better and more irresistible your offer is, in the sense of a coaching program, for instance, like, like wow, that's unbelievable, sign me up. The more that wow factor is there, the more irresistible the offer is, the less you need to sell. The better your marketing, the less you have to sell. So if you find yourself really selling and having to overcome objections all the time on your calls, uh, it's because one or both of those things could be improved. But it's still very good to build this skill because I think selling is probably one of the most important skills you can develop. Because what I'm when I shoot these videos, I'm always selling. I'm always selling. I'm selling you an idea. In this video, the idea is that selling is important. Okay, so that's the idea that I'm transmitting to you. Whether or not you buy that is up to you, right? And if I do a good job, then you'll be sold on that. I have nothing to sell you otherwise, okay? So let's talk about these three tips. Number one is you need to know your prospects' problems better than they know them themselves. So let me, let me dissect this a little bit. You have to know your market so well. And this is the beautiful thing about health professionals is if you're a health expert and you've been working with a specific target market for X number of months or years, you like if you really think about it and you pay attention to the conversations you've had, there are intimate details that are just like golden nuggets that most marketers would pay tremendous amounts of money for by doing uh, research, right? Quizzes or paying firms to do research for them. You've had conversations with someone, many of these someones. When you know your prospects' problems better than they know them themselves, and you can articulate that to them, they inher inherently feel that you have a solution for them. And this is really important because one of the ways to stand out in a very crowded marketplace, which is essentially any marketplace that most of us work in, is by being empathetic. Empathy is the one word marketing plan. I have another video where I talk about that. But essentially, the more you understand your market, the more effective you're going to be with your marketing. Because no one cares about your stuff. No one cares about my stuff. No one cares about anyone else's stuff except for their own stuff. So when you are uh, creating a book, like no one cares about your book. They care about what the book will do for them. They don't care if your book is like your life's work and you spent decades researching. No one cares about that stuff. They're like, just tell me what to do. How does this solve my problem? 
this is the way the human works. I speak of the human like I'm a different species. Um, so anyways, the reason this is, so think about it this way. One of the ways that we teach our clients um, with respect to crafting their offers and, and selling is being able to identify what are the steps in someone's journey from where they are to where they want to go. Okay, so step one, two, three, four, et cetera. And then what you want to do is you want to think about what are the potential or perceived problems, challenges, and obstacles that this individual is going to see themselves running into with each of these steps. And the better you can do, the better the job you can do at offering a solution that solves those problems every step of the way, and you're able to articulate that and explain it to them, it's going to be very easy for you to sell something to them. Okay, Again, that's in their best interest. But when you don't understand someone's problems, what ends up happening is you start pushing stuff on people that they don't want. Like we had a guy come to our door a couple of weeks ago and he was um, like one of those weed guys, right? Like a weed man service. And my wife answered the door and the first thing he said was, I've got uh, your neighbors over here and here on the schedule for Monday. So when can we get you in for next week? And I was like, dude, that is like 1980s boiler room pickup line bullshit. Good for you for being direct, but that's never going to work because you haven't even assessed if there's a need here. Is there a need for the weed man? Not the first weed, the weed man. (laughs) He doesn't know because he hasn't asked the question. So the most important thing is you have to be able to ask questions to uncover these needs. And the more you do this, the more you start to understand even before you ask the questions, what those possible issues are going to be. The more you do this, the more you understand your market, the more you understand your market, the the better you can forecast skepticisms and objections. You can raise them before the prospect does, and you can control them and dissolve them and show your prospects why your solution could be a good fit for them. Okay, so that's the first thing is you have to just know that stuff. So second thing here is understanding this. Um, the more you're able to ask difficult questions and really like live in uncomfortable land, the more you're going to sell. The, the biggest thing that's going to hold you back in life, especially when it comes to sales conversations, discovery calls, consultation calls, whatever you want to call them, is the fear of being disliked. If I ask this question, it's going to push this person a little bit. They may say, dude, that's not cool or F off or whatever. They hang up on whatever. All of those potential outcomes we fabricate in our minds, right? And we hold back from asking hard questions because we don't want to step on someone's toes, supposedly, or create any kind of supposed friction, so the fear of being disliked, the fear of someone rejecting you for asking you a, asking a question that is uh, challenging, right? That's, that's the nature of a difficult question. It's a challenging question is that we're worried about what, else, what someone else is going to think of us. That's the biggest thing that's going to hold you back, not just in sales, but in everything in your life. And so we got to get over that. So how do we get good at asking difficult questions? It's the same way you get good at anything is you just do it. There's no like... There's no trick. You feel uncomfortable and uneasy about a question you're about to ask. That's the sign that you're going to ask the question. Make sense? Okay. So here's an example of a difficult question. 
in our context. So if we ask somebody who is interested in working with us, we might say uh, in on, on the phone, uh, well, where's your revenue at right now, right? That might be a, a basic question, like tell me about your current situation. And a person is like, well, it's pretty good, you know, like I'm, I'm doing like uh, 3,000 a month and uh, life's pretty good. First of all, life is not good if you're making 3,000 a month, okay? So there's a reason you booked this call. But a question that I might pose that uh, could be considered difficult slash, I don't even know what the word is. I might, I might ask a question like, how do you survive on $3,000 a month? Now, if you think of the nature of that question, it's a challenging question. Some people might get pissed off that I asked that question because it assumes that there's something wrong with their, you know, them making $3,000. But it's the truth. I'm like, listen, unless you're living in a tent in the desert, you can't survive off $3,000 a month. Business income. We're not talking about personal income out of the business, right? How do you survive on that? That is a difficult question because what it's going to conjure up in the other person is a feeling of, well, if I ask this question, what if they get pissed off at me? But again, all of this is fabricated in our minds. You see, the thing is when I ask that question, if I ask that, if I ask that question, I'm able to get to the truth. I'm able to get closer to the truth in that person's situation. This is what it's about. This is in our world, we don't call it selling, we call it coach to close. It's a coaching conversation that cuts through the bull and it gets to the truth of the situation. So if someone books a call with you, you have to understand that there's something wrong in their situation. They're not booking a call with you because everything's great, even if they pretend it to be. And it's your job to be able to uncover those pain points and then stretch the gap. Because if there's no tension, there's no requirement to dissolve it. If you think of an elastic band, as you stretch an elastic band, there's more elastic potential energy that's created, okay? And what the band wants to do, the band is now useful in this state of being stretched, and that's where it has its most potential. That's where the greatest opportunity is in terms of using that elastic band. An elastic band that isn't stretched is useless. It has no value. So it's the same thing with someone's situation. If they're not stretched, there's no value in the conversation because they're not going to move from where they are to where they want to be. Your job, not as a salesperson, but as a coach who cares about helping someone, is helping them see where they are, helping them articulate where they want to go, and you being able to ask questions to stretch the gap. Because if there's no gap, there's no sale. Okay. So ask difficult questions. Ask being able to ask difficult questions is important. Okay. Number three is being able to go six levels deep. So we have a framework in um, our selling process that we, we, we coach and teach our clients. Uh, we call it the six path objection resolution framework, right? So as an example, when you're dealing with objections, if you don't know how to deal with them, learn how to deal with them, learn how to uh, prevent them in the first place. But if you get to the end of a call and you're dealing with like, I need to think about it, I don't have money, there's, there's, there's right and, I mean, there's not right and wrong ways. There's better and less effective ways of dealing with that. And we teach a six-step framework. And think of it like this. And I'm going to bring this back, not even to the objection section, but earlier in the call, in the discovery, where you're asking a question. It's 
most conversations are surface level, right? So let's consider that ground level. What I want you to think about is how can you take the conversation to P1, parking level one, P2, P3. The deeper you go, the more truth you're gonna to bring to the surface. And the deeper you go, the more you're gonna stretch the gap. So as an example, let's say um, I ask a question about, all right, so assuming you know we're having this conversation in a year from now, what would be a dream come true scenario with respect to your business? Or where would you like your business to be in 12 months from now? How do you want it to be different with respect to the number of clients you're working with, the amount of money you're making, uh, the free time you have? Okay, I've given a couple parameters there. So the client's gonna start talking, okay? I'm gonna take down some notes. I'm like, okay, cool. So right now you want, you'd like to be working with uh, 10 clients a month, right? So I'm gonna, and you wanna be making this amount of money and this amount of free time. Out of those three, which is the most important for you? If you had a clarity, like if you had to choose one, which is the most important to you? Let's just say the person says it's the money. All right, so you wanna be making you know, $30,000 right now, you're at 5,000 a month. Cool, so now we have the most important thing that they want. We have contacts of where they are. Now I can ask a question, well, right now you're at $5,000 a month, okay? So that's surface level, okay? Instead of me just going on to the next question, I wanna go a couple levels deep here. So let me ask you this, what is that not allowing you to do that you would be able to do if you're at a 30,000 a month? So that's layer one, okay? We're going to P1. They're gonna say X, Y, and Z. And I might follow up and like, that's awesome. Like, why is that important to you? Level two, okay? They're gonna talk about it. Huh, really? Um, who else? Who else is negatively impacted by you staying stuck in this situation? Level three, okay? So I'm taking an initial thing that was brought up and we're going deeper by asking what we call pain and uh, basically pain and pleasure questions, right? So pain questions are questions that are going to evoke a slightly negative emotion in someone's being and more of a pleasure question is gonna evoke more of a positive response. And we need to be able to understand what those are. So when someone says, uh, I wanna do this, you don't just move on to the next thing. It's like, why is that important? What does it cost me to be here? What happens if that doesn't happen? Who else suffers because of this? Who else benefits if you do this? Those are important questions. And the deeper you can go, okay, it doesn't have to be six levels, but it can be definitely like one, two, or three. The deeper you can go, the more you're gonna stretch the gap. And the more you stretch the gap, the more tension there's gonna be that needs to be resolved on the client's end, okay? So these are the three skills, three of honestly many skills to develop your sales chops. And let me just recap them once again. So number one, it's knowing your, pro your prospects' problems better than they know them themselves. Number two is being able to ask difficult questions. And number three is being able and willing to go deep. A couple layers when you ask a question and you get an initial response, it's important, okay? If this has made sense to you and you like this video, got lots of other great stuff to help you improve your sales capabilities so you can help more people. That's the key, okay? We're never taking advantage of people. We're helping more people. So if you like this, hit the subscribe button wherever that is around the video or on the video. And uh, also watch the next video in this series. I'm gonna give you some more great insights uh, and tips to become more effective with your quote-unquote selling conversations. Uh, so you can grab that link in the description below. Thank you once again for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed this one and I'll see you soon. Ciao. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, 
I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search Health Printer, and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.